This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hi, this is Clementine Ford. You're listening to Broad on Joy 94.9 and I'm encouraging all of you to fight like a girl just as I know Sonia does. This is Sonia and this is Broad on Joy 94.9. So the call out is happening. We're celebrating uh, for International Women's Day coming up very soon, March the 8th. And a lot is happening. And in Melbourne, um, we've got some fantastic organisations that are out there exploring the things that women do, but from an intersectional aspect. It's good to see that happening. And I want to welcome to the show tonight, Megan Bugden, Health Promotion Officer from the Women's Health in the Southeast, or WISE. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And uh, Jackie Gleason, who's the Health Promotion Coordinator from uh, Bentley, but it's Connect Health and Community, I believe. That's right. Sonia, just from last Thursday. Yes, right. Wow. After 40 years of our previous name. Any reason why they changed it? or um, Just to make it more um, inclusive, we feel the mm-hmm. name and our logo, which is rings looking the diversity and rainbow colours mm-hmm. um, of embracing more inclusiveness and connectedness. Great. Oh, that's good. And also Bayside, I mean, Bentley and Bayside is such a huge span of area now well, growing. And because we're part of the urban south mm. uh, for a lot of our programs and part of the southern melbourne primary care partnership we the board and uh, our team have decided with our ceo amanda murphy that mm. it's more appropriate to have this name rather than a geographical boundary mm. which can sometimes prohibit when we're trying to build access, especially with our diverse communities. And Megan, the local not-for-profit organisation of WISE, or Women's Health in the South East, what does that do? So we cover um, the Southern Melbourne region, Mm -hmm. 10 LGAs across across our region and we're about promoting women's health in our in our area specifically working on the prevention of violence against women and children and also the sexual and reproductive health of of our population group Mm. and we work from a feminist perspective so really looking to empower women to um, improve their health and particularly intersectional communities we're very culturally and linguistically diverse yeah yeah yeah. that's something that we talked about off air yeah and um uh, Jackie's got a lot to say about that too. I mean, you're work, working with asylum seekers and refugee families and immigrants, migrants. Well, so. we work with the whole community mm-hmm. uh, and basically you can say we do um, serve mm-hmm. a broad range of high-quality, accessible, integrated primary health services and that encourage active community participation, and that's a lot of our mm. focus with volunteers and consumer representatives from all walks of the community. And our aim is to promote healthy living, improve people's well-being, and quality of life through equitable access. And that's a key part mm. to care and our working collaboratively with our partners. 
enhance this program of International Women's Day with WISE and Rotary and a local community centre, Moongala. And mm. part of our work is with women and older people, including older women, and everyone within that. We're moving strongly with um, embracing the LGBTI community because we have actually not penetrated that diverse group as much as we've wanted to, Mm -hmm. and also with our Indigenous communities. So we do, not specifically women, but we do uh, across the life cycle and older women as well as older men. Wow, there's yeah. a lot going on there. That's good. Yeah, That's good to see. And uh, This year we've got a really intersectional focus because mm-hmm. we want to really acknowledge that women from different population groups experience their lives differently. So you can have multiple experiences of oppression within our society based on whether you're Indigenous or based on your sexuality mm-hmm. or disability or ability. Mm-hmm. And so this is why we really wanted to draw attention to that this International Women's Day. So we're looking for um, nominations of Aboriginal elders in our community or people with a disability or inspirational cultural leaders. Mm, oh, great. Now, I notice the uh, nominations are closed, but you're still... It's a time of year. It's been a bit slow and people are busy getting back yeah. to work or school or whatever they're doing. You've extended that a little bit? Yeah, so the timeline has been extended to cover the next couple of days. So if you go onto our website, the Women's Health in the South East website or our Facebook page, we have a mm-hmm. link to nominations there so you can register and nominate a woman that's in, in our community that's really inspirational that falls under the three categories that we mentioned before. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I'm just going to repeat those three categories if you could yeah so we're looking for an inspirational aboriginal elder Mm -hmm. an inspirational woman with a disability or an inspirational cultural leader that covers the gender diverse and the lgbti community Mm. from the cultural leadership aspect yeah Yeah. or migrant refugees as well so anyone born overseas that's really inspirational Oh, cool yeah and so what happens like there's a lead up there's a celebration or an evening i believe something happens we've got a lovely venue Mm -hmm. at at the bentley secondary college and there's an indigenous mindful center Mm -hmm. that a group of us with the school set up five years ago in the bentley secondary college beautiful wetlands which won the international environmental education setting globally in 2011 so this lovely center and Mm. we have we can accommodate around 80 people Mm -hmm. And we work with the school. We have the students, um, female students, do acknowledgement to country. Mm-hmm. And we have the CEO of WISE who and welcomes everybody. And then we have a process where we have the guest speaker and we have the award winners and everyone gets a prize. And we're having <laughs> an art competition by a local artist. And the artist, Janice, is going to start a painting on a canvas and then all the attendees if they wish to are able to add to the theme and the theme's going to complement as Megan said mm-hmm. the older women of our achievements in our society and then we're going to the artists will prepare um, 
that into a cover for a little booklet and with the award winners, if they're happy to give us a little synopsis of their story, we're making a book, a Mm. case study that will be available then um, to everyone at the event and others and we'll use the art that we've prepared at the event to make the cover Mm. for the little booklet. Then we'll have afternoon tea and we'll have an evaluation online organised by WISE mm-hmm. and hopefully everyone's happy and we have some good outcomes mm. and we'll run the event again next year to promote the achievements of some of our gorgeous women. It's going to be a great good. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've had uh, how many of these have you had in the past? This is a third. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it is an international global campaign celebrating women's achievements in social, cultural, political mm. and economic spheres. Yeah. So really getting to getting behind that community thing that jumped out at me reading this too was just elder abuse as a human rights issue and Mm -hmm. the things that are happening there it's something yeah that needs to be clearly addressed more in the community what are your thoughts on that both of you well, from our perspective, because we have mm. a large older population and large mm. group of women, 5% of our older population suffer abuse and it's mm. uh, in line with other family violence. Mm. But there's many um, categories, financial, emotional, social, sexual, Physical neglect, yeah. neglect. Mm. And our research shows us, as with most violence against women, that it's by family members. And sadly, often it is a relative or a carer. So we encourage people in these situations Mm. to ring the police or human rights. And I can give you those. Well, triple O is is the police and the human rights and the ombudsman to make sure anyone in those situations can seek help. So this is a it's a big issue in our community Mm. particularly because we have an aging population and it's definitely a breach of human rights and Mm. so one of our guest speakers this year is Auntie Janet Turpy Johnson and she's Mm -hmm. an Aboriginal elder and one of the things she's going to be sharing with us is the discussion around elder abuse within the Aboriginal community so Mm. we're really excited to have her coming to speak to us about this. Yes it's a big issue I saw something recently on a tram that was absolutely shocked me my core I watched as a young man picked up an elderly man who was trying to sit next to him and threw him on the tram floor I had to intervene straight away it was just abhorrent it was just terrible it was awful he was just trying to sit down he had luggage with him he was carrying stuff and he had to sit down obviously Mm. and yes there were other seats nearby but not for what he he just wanted to sit down and yeah. seriously the young guy just got so offended that he would sit next to him yeah. saying you're sitting too close to me like oh. this and he had luggage and anyway one of those roller bags near his feet and that was it for the yeah. younger guy just virtually lifted him from his legs up you know, wow. and threw him off mm. it was just so shocking and I think that was the one type of abuse that I didn't mention, and that's physical. Yeah. So, so as well as emotional, being mm, traumatised, yeah. but physical, um, it's just not acceptable, is it? Mm. No, it was really, really frightening mm. because, yeah, I just couldn't believe that a person could behave like that. And yeah. That was just disgusting. And, yeah, so, um, and everyone else just stared. But 
anyway yeah i think we are seeing more of that type of thing and not it's not being talked about mm. as much as it could be no. definitely and yeah. you know we need more sort of open i think discussion about these sorts of things and what people can do like if someone is for example suffering abuse if they know of an older person but they don't want to go to the police what is the other option? We suggest Senior Rights Victoria, mm-hmm. and that number is 1300 368 821. Mm-hmm. And Sonia, this is especially with elderly and people of diverse gender mm-hmm. and the gay and lesbian community, where 15% of our population is over 60 mm-hmm. and they have gender diversity. And there's a large amount of um, discrimination and abuse mm. from families and from, um, often, sadly, um, the carers who can be paid or unpaid. Mm. So we're trying very much to increase the knowledge and the support services. Yeah. But if they ring Senior Rights Victoria, they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, even for just minor knowledge about benefits or, yes, yeah. or that rights. That was another thing I was thinking, mm, what yeah. people are entitled to yes, and cause it those is sorts of things. quite confusing, so we'd recommend to ring that number. Mm. I hope you get more nominations, more people So do applying. we, definitely. <laughs> so anyone listening, mm. if you know anyone that's inspirational to you, jump on our website mm. and um, nominate them. Yeah, actually I know a couple of people would be perfect for this. So um, Excellent. Okay. It's up to them, obviously, <laughs> but, you know. So people can nominate somebody in yeah. without them knowing about no, it? No. no. You do have to ask the yes, nominee okay. permission, yep. and they can nominate themselves. Mm. We're happy, but usually people yeah. like to nominate yeah. someone else. So but any nominations that you do make will be confidential, mm. and only the nominees who win will be published, so we will confirm that. Um, or get permission to, yeah, of course. to publish their information sure. before we do True. the ceremony. So, mm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And um, what you were saying off air before, I wonder if you could repeat it. I can't, it was perfect. I should have been recording that <laughs> there, Jackie. Saying um, something about uh, reaching out, connecting. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, Jackie and I were saying before, <laughs> man, Jackie, that we're really privileged to speak on your radio station today and to reach those diverse communities and I'm particularly joyous because we have changed our name, as I said, to Connect Health and Community. We've been serving the community for 40 years and mm. we've done a marvellous, made a large difference. Our community in partnership and agencies likewise over many years and we believe together we do better and make a difference. But we're really loving our new name Mm -hmm. a week old that's saying connect health and community and if you see the logo it's rings uh, and it is beautifully the color of the rainbow the human Mm. rights Mm. badge um, Mm. which i recommend everyone gets which says we're all different but we're all equal Mm, and you can brilliant. get this from Human Rights, it's badge and it's free. And our logo is rings, four rings that are embracing each other and saying we're all different but we're all equal mm. and we welcome you all to come and have our services and be or be a volunteer with us and we're privileged and we thank you for publishing our event and we hope we get lots of people come that Mm. we 
fill this gorgeous mindful centre out at Bentley Secondary College in Vivian Street, East Bentley. Vivian Street. And you Mm -hmm. can contact WISE or you can contact our intake and just for space and we're having afternoon tea so we ideally need some numbers don't we Megan? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) To make the tea. (laughs) (laughs) Some volunteers there maybe. Yeah. Oh, that sounds excellent. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, with International Women's Day approaching, there's talks of all sorts of things happening and activities, and it is a busy time. You've got something there as well, Jackie? Um, well, um, every radio station mm. is talking about it, so I do think mm. we're going to get a lot of acknowledgement. And what we're trying to do is to bridge the gap, the gender imbalance Mm. is very high you know we know wages and we know family violence and a lot of issues where women aren't seen as equal citizens Mm -hmm. and this national and international event really is making improvements in the area of gender inequality Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's a lot of the work we do, particularly in workplaces. So we run gender equity training, which helps the organisations understand their role and what things they can do to improve the unequal balance of power between Mm -hmm. men and women and improve the gender pay gap and support women to get back into the workplace after having kids if they do want to have kids or if they make that choice to do that. Yeah, we're really, really looking to improve the uh, gender equality. So you visit workplaces and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So getting workplaces to understand the link between gender inequality and family violence because Mm. we know that gender inequality is the underlying determinant or cause of of violence against women and Mm. children. I mean, I guess with the announcement with the penalty rates, that is going to have a lot of effects on women work in the workforce yeah definitely part-time work yeah Yeah, because our part-time workforce is made up of women um Mm. statistically more women work in this in the part-time or casual casual and so we already know that women get generally paid less than men and so this is going to be impacting women most in our community yes it's not looking good at all it's quite disturbing that actually one step forward, three steps I back. I know, I know. Yeah. So we'll probably see more of that in the future. Something. I mean, there is calls for some people calling for a strike and other people, but yeah. it's just how to organise that and yeah, such little time to mm-hmm. time frame. Yeah, and we mm. do a lot of work in advocacy for women's rights, and so we'd be looking at um, doing some submission papers around women's rights and why this is going to impact women unfairly within the workplace. Mm-hmm. So it's another okay. thing we do at Wise. Yeah, yeah. So can people contact you about that? Is there? Yeah, feel free to send us an email or give mm-hmm. us a call, and yeah, we can. It'd be great to hear everyone's opinions around this and how we can uh, put a submission together to. Yes, submission would be good. Yes, because <laughs> advocacy is a, a strong part of all our health agencies' work. Yeah. Whether we're talking about diverse communities of any sort, the, the Indigenous or mm. the LGBTI or the disabled, mm, a definitely. large issue is for our disabled uh, citizens mm. who, um, because of their um, health or physical issues that isn't very easy for them to make their case. Mm. So we've mm. all got a big responsibility around mm. the area of all diverse 
sections of our community to mm. advocate for them. Yes. Yeah. One last question to both of you is um, getting a bit personal now to ask how and why you got involved in these organisations. Megan, start with you. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, so I have three sisters. So I've grown up around girls mm-hmm. and so I've grown up um, being passionate about women's rights and improving the health of women. Um, and I grew up in a regional town where I saw lots of my friends getting into unhealthy relationships with men mm-hmm. where the power balance was not equal. And so from a young age, it's really made me motivated to advocate for women's rights and do what I can to improve mm. gender equality within our community. Well, excellent. Perfect place. Yeah. And uh, Jackie, what got you on this path? Well, I've worked in health a long mm-hmm. time. And my background is nursing. I've also been a CEO of a community health. And in the last 15 years, I moved into health promotion because I see this an area with, and I've done some uh, masters in public policy. Mm-hmm. And I see the area of health promotion and population health, a marvelous setting for us to make a difference. Mm. And a big part of it is the advocacy and I'm passionately interested in diverse communities of all, all um, sections. And as well as having our new name, last week we launched our Indigenous Garden and we had mm. a welcome and a smoke ceremony with our Indigenous um, elders and community. And we've got a plaque, we've got a flag, and we also... I commissioned some art mm-hmm. and um, we're really um, very myself and our agency has really embraced our diverse communities and it's uh, probably last Thursday was my best day in health when we launched our new name and mm. our Indigenous Garden. Fantastic. So um, will that be like a community garden? What's the? Um, well, look, it's very small, mm. Sonia, mm-hmm. but it is. It's there as you come in and flag is there and we're about welcoming and making access more easy and inclusive for our Indigenous friends, but also every other mm. part of our community. And we work with a men's shed and we've got some of our Aboriginal communities working there and some of those members have done the art that we've displayed last week. Mm-hmm. And we're embracing case studies and stories of people as well as Indigenous but with the LGBTI community to tell their stories. So we endeavour to break down barriers mm. for everyone but a big focus is on the women because as we've discussed here with you, there is this large gender gap. And as well as educating our communities and working with our partners, we've actually got WISE coming in the next few weeks to run a gender equity training Mm -hmm. for our management because it is beholden on us to make sure our agencies are very understanding of inclusiveness Mm. and and diversity. So we work with WISE on many levels. Mm, yeah. Great. It needs to happen. Yeah, really practising what you're preaching. You have to. And it's all about yeah. learning and relearning and, you know, it's important to keep doing those things. It is. We, never, ideas, we never finish learning. No, there's just too much to, <laughs> to do, really. 
It's just a, it's just an exciting time, and congratulations on putting these uh, these things together. Yes, I can see down here you've got Rotary, lots of different other organisations that you connect with, which is fantastic. So don't forget, there's still a couple of days left for nominations to celebrate remarkable women in your community. Um, so there is time there, and you can head to the website, which for wise that is uh, once again Megan. Yeah, so women's health in the southeast. Mm-hmm. Cool. Excellent. And thank you very much, uh, you two there, Jackie, for coming in. With Connect Health and Community, the new name, the new brand, the website will be ready in a, in a while, soon. <laughs> it's evolving. It's evolving. Everything's evolving. Let's face it. And thank you, Sonia, and your service, your radio no, station. Thank you. For promoting our cause. Yes, yeah. and uh, we'll podcast this. I'll podcast the whole interview later as well. So Excellent. Thank you. Stay tuned. Thank you very much to both of you. Um, thank you, Megan, Megan Bugden from WISE, Women's Health in the Southeast, and Jackie Gleason from what was Bentley Bayside Community Health is now Connect Health and Community. Thank you very much for thank being you. on board. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, this is Lucy Lawless, otherwise known as Xena Warrior Princess, and I urge you to join Joy because who doesn't need more of that? We're loud, we're proud, we're here. Joy Radio. Thank you. You've been listening to a broadcast on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.